In local news, Gaston County Commissioners approved a $342 million budget for the coming fiscal year beginning July 1st. There will be no tax increase with the new budget. The county's property tax rate stay the same at $0.83 cents per $100 valuation. The no tax increase does not include what cities or towns might charge residents for services, and it does not count county fire tax outside municipal boundaries. The budget is a $16 million increase over last year. 32% of the budget is for education, 31% for public safety. 74% of the budget comes from property taxes. County employees will get a 3% pay raise. The new budget also calls for the hiring of 15 additional employees. Officials with Caramont Health in Gaston County broke ground for the new Caramont Regional Medical Center, Belmont. The five-floor, 265,000-square-foot, 66-bed hospital will be situated on land owned by Belmont Abbey College. The hospital is part of a plan adopted in 2019 by Caramont to also expand critical care services with the construction of a new four-floor tower at the main hospital in Gastonia and complete several renovation and expansion projects in its medical group. The combined cost for all of the projects is $300 million. The new Belmont location will have inpatient beds, emergency department rooms, labor and delivery unit, surgical suite with two operating rooms, five waiting areas, a chapel, cafeteria, and more. The Lincoln County Board of Education approved 13 new assistant principal assignments at its regular meeting this week. Among those are Regina Hovis going to Battleground Elementary, Jordan White to GE Massey, Amy Fonseca to Childers, Sherry Davis to S. Ray Louder, Kristen Bergen to St. James, Anna Gilbert to Union, Josh Henderson to East Lincoln Middle School, Aaron Selby to North Lincoln Middle, Wendy Bagwell to West Lincoln Middle, Stephanie Dellinger to East Lincoln High School, Katrina Robinson to Lincoln High School, Jesse Bean to West Lincoln High, and Tracy Melton to West Lincoln High School. When you think of drought, you might think of brown lawns, but a drought like we are under now puts stress on all plants, including trees. As storm chances increase, so will the chances of seeing more tree damage. This happens every year, but droughts tend to make it worse and weakens the trees even more. Recent rain is helping in the short term, but some of the damage is already done to trees. Here's what you should look for to see if a tree in your yard has been affected by drought. Brown or yellowing leaves, stunted growth, dead wood poking out of the tops of trees. If left unmitigated, trees suffering from prolonged drought conditions will ultimately die. On the radio at 1250 today on WCSL, it's the Braves at Philadelphia. Tonight, it's Bessemer City at Cherryville on WCSL and Kings Mountain at Crest on WOHS. Those games at 630. I'm
And good morning. Time now for the Community Profile Program. And it's the second Thursday of the month, so that means it's time for our program with the Gaston County Cooperative Extension Office. And with us today is Linda Mingus from the Extension Office. Good morning, Linda. How are you? Good morning, Milton. I'm great. Happy to be here today. Yeah, it's good to have you with us. Uh, we uh, we haven't uh, talked in a while. It's been it's been a few uh, programs back that we uh, we did a show together. So good to hear from you. Great. Thanks for letting me come in today. Yeah, keeping those interns busy down there, are you? Well, we are right now because of COVID and some of the um, things that were going on earlier in the year. We currently don't have um, interns. We are gearing up, though. Things are looking a little bit more normal for the fall. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it is gardening and growing season, so this mm-hmm. is prime time for a lot of the programs and services of our extension office. Yeah, so tell us about some of the programs. I know I don't know if you're doing many uh, in-person programs yet, but uh, I know you've had a lot of webinars, seminars on the Internet. So uh, how's it going in that regard? Well, you know, it, it's really gone quite well. Um, we've been very excited. Um, we're now starting to transition back in to having more classes in person. Um, but what was so interesting, one of our workshops, the fall prevention workshops, which is really very popular, you know, across all of our region and our counties, um, we had the opportunity to teach that in a virtual capacity. And I have to be honest, I wasn't certain what that was going to be like mm-hmm. um, with the technology and trying to make sure that, you know, folks were safe. But what was so amazing, um, and, you know, we normally target that program. We have older adults probably in their um, middle 70s and up. We had folks that were 90 and above using computers and Zoom, and we had a wonderful class, and they were really um, excited about being able to connect because that program, um, you know, especially um, for, for some of our seniors, uh, who are concerned about falls, we're still just a little hesitant about going out with COVID. But now we do have a August and a September workshop that are going to be in person in Gastonia. So we're really pleased about that. Um, but it's amazing how people have adapted, and we've learned to all do new things during COVID and become a lot more flexible. Mm-hmm. But I think we're all excited about getting back in the in a normal routine. Um, it is canning and, gr- and gardening season, so I just wanted to let folks know, you know, if you're using pressure canners, don't forget to get those dial gauges tested, and we do that in our local extension offices. There's no cost, mm-hmm. but you can just contact your office here in Gaston County. That number is 922-2127, and we'll test that for free. But we also have canning information, the latest research, I can put that in the mail to you. I can connect you online. And we also have online classes for that as well. So canning and gardening, and I know that many of our Master Gardener volunteers are taking a lot of calls and questions about gardening this time of year. Yeah, uh, the the canning, gardening, uh, that's something a lot of folks probably picked up from their parents or grandparents uh, and how to can and so forth. But it's not going to hurt you to uh, get some of the latest information because there might be some things that have been uh, have been learned uh, been worked out that uh, a little bit different than what you 
may have grown up doing. That's exactly right. And, you know, last year when COVID, you know, this time last year, we were kind of right in the midst of everything, and more folks were staying at home and began growing and having those gardens, and a lot of first-time growers, and so they were new to the world of canning and food preservation, um, and so now they're carrying on that. And, mm-hmm. you know, so again, if you're looking for some of that information, Extension's a really good resource for that. And, you know, we're also doing, I do a lot of work with local food. So right now we're doing some workshops on cooking with fresh herbs and also cooking with um, summer seasonal fruits and vegetables. And I always like to tell folks, even if you're not computer savvy, but you're wanting some of that information, don't hesitate to give us a call and I'll get that information to you, some of the resources and publications that we have um, so, you know, that's certainly available as well. And we're really pleased to be able to see our volunteer groups coming back together and being able to meet in person, um, especially our volunteers at the Lucille Tatum Center in Gastonia, the Extension and Community Association. And, in fact, next week they're going to be doing a project that's open to the community. They're making what are referred to as shirt savers, for the kids from Web Street School. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many folks are familiar with Web Street, but they serve um, children with some mental and you know physical disabilities. And these shirt savers are used for meal times and snack times. And it's really quite a, um, a neat project because even if you can't sew, but if you can help cut or iron out fabric, um, volunteers make these um, little these uh, shirt savers, and they're about the savings on that is about seventy five dollars a pop. Um, it's really amazing, and so it stays local. It's for such a great cause, and um, really helps the community. So, if you want to learn more, find out. You know, if you're looking for something to do and just meet some really good people and make a difference in your community. Um, I just like to let folks know about that. That's a great way to to begin connecting again with people in our community. Yeah. Uh, the Extension offers a wealth of information on on many, many, many subjects. I mean, if you, uh, if you still have a question or two about uh, COVID on over to uh, like – canning questions or or what have you gardening questions uh the extension office can probably help you or steer you in the right direction absolutely so you know we're just really excited to be able to continue working with people and now we're getting to work more in person with folks and um, that makes just such a huge difference and you know connecting back with our volunteers and the community groups that they serve so, you know, I think right now people are, are still looking for ways to kind of get acclimated back and start doing some things outside of the home. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, we're now planning some um, workshops with our local libraries. I was really pleased about that mm-hmm. and being able to get there. So, you know, if you're looking for some ideas on, you know, just how to get involved and um, wanting to meet some folks and get out of the house, Give me a call. Uh, you know, again, that's a great way of making a difference. We have lots of opportunities for volunteering and getting connected. I think that's one of the things I love most about the work that we do is just being connected to the variety of people across the county. You know, it still amazes me, Milton, 
we have some of our volunteers with ECA that are, these members are in their late 80s, and they've been a part of our extension family. They came in as 4-H youth with their parents when they, you know, were, were eight, nine years old. Wow. Yeah. And that, to me, is just such an amazing history and, you know, that grassroots effort. And, you know, I think we've all learned through COVID that staying connected to one another is really so, so important mm-hmm. um, mentally and physically and on good health. So, you know, now's a great time to see how you can get connected with some of our volunteer groups. Good deal. And uh, jumping back to uh, the uh, uh topic we were on about gardening and produce and so forth uh i think the cherryville farmers market now is now open on thursdays Uh, i don't know if today was the first thursday or last was last thursday was the first day but uh, are there some other farmers markets now beginning to open around um there right now in gaston county you know when covid hit things kind of um sort of took a a for a while, but the Gastonia market, and in fact, they have just now announced, I got an email this week, they're going to have an evening, they're going to try an evening um, session, I believe it's going to be Thursdays, and they're going to have live entertainment, and I know the Mount Holly's market, Mount Holly market is open, um, and I believe that's a Saturday market, and those are the ones that I'm aware of, but yeah, you know, that's another great option, is to go out and talk to your local growers, Um, And, you know, as we've been talking about all this wonderful produce that's grown, you find so many different varieties that are being grown by the local growers that you will not find at the grocery store. So I really like to tell folks to get out, talk to them, find out what they're doing, what they have. Um, You know, it's a great way to support our economy, but it's also a way of getting some really good tasting food. Yeah, indeed. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, Linda, appreciate you calling in. Anything else uh, that you've got on your uh, list today to cover? No, I think that's it. Again, I'd just like to tell folks if you know they're interested in any of these topics, we have a whole slew of programs. I've even got things scheduled all the way through November. Um, so feel free to give me a call at uh, 704-922-922. Two one two seven, and I'll be glad to get you connected and see what we can help you find uh, for better living with North Carolina Cooperative Extension. All right. Thank you so much, and uh, y'all have a good uh, rest of your week, and we look forward to seeing you, let's see, back here uh, July the 2nd, Thursday. Mm, tell you what, uh, I will not be here that day. Uh, okay. I'll not be here that week at all. Uh, we could we could reschedule. Uh, if you'll if you'll shoot me an email, I'll I'll reply to you. We'll try to we'll try to reschedule for sometime in July. We'll do that. Thank you so much for having me today, uh, Okay, thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Uh, bye bye. Linda Mingus with us from the Gaston Corporate Extension Office, and um, we appreciate you folks uh, listening. Hope you enjoyed. Bring your car or truck back to life by taking